You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, welcome to the Docs of Running Roundtable. Man, David is blurry. There <laughs> we go. I was thinking. I was like, um, is. this is of course the second we start recording, I'm yeah. just going to go blurry. That's fine. Yes. So uh, today's a little bit different. We're not doing a full roundtable about really a topic in particular. Today's story time. Um, you guys can tell us who's the best storyteller. But before we jump into that, this episode is not sponsored by Joanne Fabrics. Uh, we went over to Joanne's to get... Some fleece blankets for making a tie blanket for Ray Ray. We got these little trucks, beep, beep right there, and a little orange. Should be fun. Uh, working on the tie blanket right now. Nice for these Wisconsin winters. Anyway. I want a sound bite. I want that sound bite of Nathan going beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, no, but today is story time. We are all going to share our favorite uh, race memory and our favorite race story. Um, and they might all look different, but... Um, we haven't told each other what these stories are, so we're all excited to hear. Um, we're going to start off with Matt. Uh, we're going to have him kick off. So why don't you tell us your, your favorite ever of all time race story? Um, so I think my favorite one would have to be the LA Marathon. So I had not planned on running LA. This, is, this was toward the end of fellowship. I was busy pacing my fiance, Regina, who was getting ready for the Olympic trials down the right way and just training and preparing and trying to improve. She had a new coach at the time. So there's a lot of very high mileage and, you know, on top of working full time in fellowship, I was probably running hundred plus miles a week, just pacing her running low six minute pace for these long tempos. And yeah, just wasn't focusing on my own training. And of course, on one of those nights where I'm like exhausted because I've been working too much, I'm complaining going, Oh, I'm getting slower. Right. I'm working so hard, blah, blah. And she's like, all right, forget it. So she signed me up for the elite field in LA, which is like, I had really no business being there, but she got me in um, and kudos to the race director. What year well, was this? You know. uh, this was 2019. Yeah, it was early yeah, yeah. 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's not yeah. too long yep. ago. So I'm standing and like, we, it's not really hitting me. So I do a couple like decent workouts, like uh, three by 5K that went really well. And I was averaging like 530, 540 for the reps. I'm like, okay, maybe I can do this. Cause I'd run, I'd pace marathons. I'd never run a marathon, like raced it. So oh, wow. get to the elite area at Dodger stadium and sitting there with all these Canyon runners. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, what am I doing here? Um, Luis Barrio was there. There was a bunch of elite athletes. I'm just going, what, why, how am I here? And so the gun goes off and I'm just like, Oh my gosh. So I hang on to the back of the pack and I actually did decent, right. For not doing any, like a marathon buildup or anything and just pacing Regina I ran a 232 and just held on for oh, wow. life. Didn't get passed by anybody. Just hung on past a couple Kenyans and Ethiopians that went out too hard. And I just remember it was okay. The first half marathon, I think I went through in like 113, 114. And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm hurting. And the rest was just a death march holding on to low six minute pace. People screaming at me. I couldn't recognize who they were. 
hanging, going down Santa Monica Boulevard, just trying to finish. And yeah, came through the finish line somehow. It was 232.44. And I'm just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like I'm in so much pain. Why did I do this? Can't even walk. And then Kurt from uh, Stockbridge from Skechers comes up. And he's like, Matt, is that you? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't talk right now. And uh, yeah, it was a very, it was a very surreal and very cool experience to be able to do that. Although I, I would like to be better prepared, but as with most things in my life, show up at the last minute, sometimes not on my own accord. So that's probably one of my favorite ones, just hanging on for your life and being in a position I shouldn't have been. And it was quite, quite the experience. Wow. So do you remember what shoes you wore just for the people? Uh, I was actually wearing prototype Skechers uh, uh, Speed Elites at the time. They had not been released. Cool. That's why Kurt was so excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> David, what's your story? Yeah, I mean, I haven't run a marathon yet, so it's kind of always funny listening to people's like first marathon story. Um, I'm like just trying to prepare for everything to go wrong. Uh, you will. For me, uh, <laughs> it's a very similar story. So I think you guys remember, uh, like, was it two Novembers ago when I is November 2019, I think, when I went 108 in the half. Yeah. And then I, I took a few weeks off. Uh, and that was like late November, I think. And so like, I started running again, like mid to late December. And then like, I was like, Oh, crap, like, USA cross cross country is coming. And it's in SoCal. And I can hop in. And I was like, well, looks like we're hopping in USA's. So <laughs> like, I remember like taking a screenshot of the entries and like Anthony Rotich is above me. And I'm like, this is gonna be fun. All right. So like, <laughs> hopped into the race and I'm like, main goal is don't get last and don't get lapped. But they're like my main goals. And it's kind of similar to Klein. Uh, Took it out, stayed consistent. I, I don't think I got passed by anyone. And I think I passed a good amount of people through the field. And the course was horrible. Like everyone ran at least two minutes slower than what they normally would run for 10K cross. And it was just like a slog fest. And it was, uh, but it was one of those races where I finished. I looked at the time. I'm like, dang, did I really run that slow? And like, but like I beat some people. I looked back on the results. Like there were guys that were sub 220 marathoners that I beat. And I mean, it's like, you're starting on the starting line with Connor McMillan next to you and Anthony Rotich and like Emmanuel Bohr and like these guys that are just so fast and like, uh, man, I just remember it was just a lot of fun. And I just remember like thinking back on it and being like, like, was that the best that I could have done on that day? And that's one of the few races that I can genuinely say yes. I remember like my chest pounding, everything hurting. Like I felt like I couldn't even move and like, you're just driving as hard as you possibly can to make sure the guy that's behind you doesn't pass you or the guy in front of you you get and it was just like just a really good feeling coming across that line and I mean for me you guys know I haven't been racing really I mean I just came back to competitive running not that long ago so for me to go run in that kind of a caliber of a race and to have my dad there watching as well was like kind of cool so to come across the line and just yeah it was just fun really good time so yeah, that's that was, awesome. That's probably the mine. <laughs> Your favorite. Uh, I have, I have three that are in my head. I obviously can't break code here and I'm just going to pick one. We saved the best um, last, by the way, no pressure. Yeah. Best in quotes, right? Um, best story. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, 
it was I was late to the running scene. I didn't I didn't start running until college casually, like not on like any team or anything. Um, I ran my first my first race ever was a five mile race in my hometown in Sheboygan along the lake. You know, I felt awesome because there was this guy named um, Bubba that he was like 50 something, but he ran everywhere. And I, and I beat him in that race and I felt like awesome because I beat like some 55 year old person. And I was like 19 at the time. <laughs> um, but no, the, 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 I probably ran like eight thirties or something for it. doesn't really matter. Point is that my favorite race ever was um, this. I don't even remember what it was called, but it was a five K in Madison. It was when I was a college student um, at UW and uh, we finally convinced one of my friends, Corey Blade, to, to run the 5K with us. And his goal was to break 25 minutes. And so um, we decided we would run with him. And so we were out on this 5K. It was me, a guy named Matt Flesh, and then Corey. And Matt and I could probably run like our fastest was like a 21 something. Thing. So it's not like we were that much faster than breaking 25, but he wanted to break 25. And we were literally like, I literally was running behind him with my hands on his shoulder blades, like pushing him because he wanted to stop. And I like pushed him forward um, to, to keep moving. And he broke, he broke the 25 minutes and then crossed the finish line and promptly threw up. So it was like amazing. And then he ate a banana a little bit later and threw up again. Um, but what I loved about that race was just like the, what running is for me is the community of it. And so like I had my good friend, Matt Flesh, and then bring along Corey, like on the ride. My other race that I was going to talk about was crazy legs and it was Corey's first ever run. And we, Matt and I finished before he did. And then he came in and just was bawling because of the experience. He's like, I got to run with, because that race is like 20 some thousand people. So like, he's like running with 20 some thousand people was so powerful. And so he was just, he like, couldn't even talk. He was crying so much because of how powerful it was to run in community with people. So those are my two favorites. I, oh, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, community yeah, is I such broke a big part of the story. sport. Yeah. Yeah. I broke, I broke the rules. I that's told too many, worth but it. I think it tells us what I love most about running is that stuff. So, yeah, it's the same here. I mean, I love to compete and I love to run fast and really test myself, but I mean, you guys know, like I party after every race probably. And it's like, it's like, just get everyone together, have a good time. Like everyone that was in it, regardless of how anyone did. And it's like, no matter what, you're going to celebrate your effort and being out yeah. there with other people. So, yeah, I think yeah. That, that's, that's a awesome. shout out to, to James and Michael on this and talking about, you know, often, people talk about running stories and they can be very competitive and a little bit scary to the general population. But what we should really be focusing focusing on is what Nathan talked about, where we really want to bring people together. And oftentimes some of the some parts of the running community can be a little scary for people who are starting a little later in the game or may not feel as confident about speed. And it's really not about speed. At the end of the day, it's really about that community aspect and really being able to move and celebrating movement. Right? We have these incredible bodies that do all these this wide range of things between each person. And I think we should really celebrate that. And I hope that the variety of experiences that we bring also emulates the variety of people and runners out there and that everybody is a runner. You know, I often hear people like, Oh, you're, I'm a jogger. Or I'm a run. You know, it's, it's whatever you want to call yourself. At the end of the day, by partaking in this and being part of this, you are part of a bigger community. Um, 
Yeah. It's a great community and it needs, and you know, the more yeah. I highly suggest look at our, our talk with Jamie uh, on this subject and a lot of the stuff he talks about too on his, on his uh, wonderful YouTube it's just, again, it's bringing that community together is don't scare people off with speed. It's, you know, bring people together through shared experiences, regardless of speed. Yeah. It's an, it's a yep. shared thing. And that's, what's really awesome. And those stories are what really make running special. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's hearing these stories totally. too is what's special. Also, because we have to, David, you never said what shoes you were, you ran that cross race in. I don't think. I think I was the only person at the USA Championships wearing a pair of Skechers. I was in the Skechers XCR. You were in the Skechers too. Oh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. I was just wearing Tarokos, <laughs> you know. Just <laughs> my uh, my shoe because I forgot to say it too. For all of these races that I talked about, it was actually the original eight ninety from uh, from New Balance. I think at that time they called it the Battley or something. Bad. I, Oh, okay. Sorry if that makes me loses all my credit. No, it's it was um, named after like Aunt, like Andy Battle or whatever. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yeah, it was yeah. named after something like the Battle. That's why I said name. I mean, yeah, it was the original and it was yep. the Battle or bit. Badele. No, but that was what I realized. They were gray and like neon yellow or something but anywho if you guys have your stories um we love to hear stories you can share them below or i don't know maybe you guys can think of a better way to tell more stories of your favorite race kind of what makes running special to you guys um also we had an idea thrown to us by one of my friends let's get your feedback on it it's called the uh trash can test or the garbage can test we're basically he said that we should take all the shoes that we have and throw them in the garbage can and then rate the level of regret that we have throwing that pair of shoes in the garbage, which will tell us how much we like it. So if you guys think that's a good idea, let us know. I don't know. I feel like that we should, it's like almost like Jamie, how he threw a shoe off the, uh, the water or the, at the bridge. We should do a bridge through the, the trash. Can yeah, like, yeah. Regret do I have? Which some of them are like, that's oh, what I can't said do this. And other ones are like, yeah, I'm throwing both of them in. <laughs> That's why it might be a good test. That's a like, great do you test. leave them in there? We should but we I, all but I wouldn't leave them in there. I like, yeah. to, I like to donate our... The, always the donate them. Don't just throw them away. To kids yeah, who need them. Say, don't, yeah, I'm not going to throw them away. That's, don't yeah. actually do it. But okay. Should we we got, we got to end this. All right, fine. But you guys, this was great. It was good to hear your stories. Um, looking forward to hearing other people's too. Have a good night.